you, motherfuckers. If you want to actively dislike some bitches, you should listen to the Comics Dash podcast, because we suck. But not as much as Aquaman, Green Arrow, and Harley Quinn. Find out what other things suck every Monday on WeTheNerdy.com, iTunes, Android Store, wherever you get your good podcasts at. Welcome to episode 56 of We The GamerCast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com, and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play every Monday. Thank you for listening and being here. Thank you for hitting subscribe to subscribe to the podcast and rating us on iTunes. Wow. Guys, this might be a a rough go. Thank you so much for being here. I just finished Extra Life. I don't know why I left this until now to record, but I thought it would be special. And uh, it's something. It sure is something. I Today's all about Extra Life. Before we get to my chat with Garrett Bland, but before we get into all that... If you're new, here is the deal. Every week, I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet, and we talk about video games. And if you want to be part of the show, it's pretty easy. Do what Garrett did. Email. We the GamerCast. Or wait, what did you do? Did you email? Or did you tweet? I think you did one of both. I don't even know, guys. My brain is shot. It's easy. Tweet at me, at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. I'll have an email address at the end tweet at me to be part of the show let's do it can i be honest with you guys right now i am recording with my eyes closed my voice is shot i have spent 24 hours playing video games and more than that we raised one thousand one hundred and ninety dollars are you freaking kidding me eleven hundred ninety Ten dollars short of twelve hundred. Unbelievable. Many of you who are listening donated. We're gonna get to shout outs in in a second. Um before we get to the gift shout outs. I wanna I I wanna say thank you so much. We had people at the Twitch channel there the whole time. There was always somebody there with me. And I that got me through. It was what it was a long day. I have to say that playing games for 24 hours is pretty much the great it's a win-win-win. We raise money for kids, we get to play, we block out a 24-hour period where we're all we're doing is just playing video games and we get to hang out with good friends. I want to give a quick thank you to Toby Thornton, Gary Gray, Josh Stapleton, John Beeler, Chris Berto, Jeremy Katana, Bobby the Nintendo Guru and Jonathan Brown, among so many others. I'm I'm really sorry, guys. If I there was more there, and I know that, and I my brain is shot. It is completely done. So is my voice. I I I literally just had to go into my Xbox account to see what games did I even play. 
Like, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> All I know is that we raised a boatload of money. And it's... It blew away my expectations. I was... I put up a $500 goal thinking, you, you won't raise money if you if you set a small goal. So, let's set something that I will never reach and we'll just get as close to that as possible. Well... I should know better. I should know better. Holy crap. We're going to go through. Bear with me here, but everybody here deserves a quick shout out. They deserve much more than that, but we're going to do a quick shout out here. Um, my mom and dad. <laughs> they donated at the last second there. They they visited and we played some Jackbox. We'll get to that in a second. Antonio Guillen. Thank you. Christopher Lloyd. Pam Barra. Evelyn Neal. Anonymous. I don't know who this is. Hope this small amount makes the... Oh, it's probably Greg Kozlowski. I just outed you, Greg. You tried to be anonymous, but I know you did it. Another anonymous. Glenn Johnson. Courtney Dakin. Uh, oh, there you are, Greg. Cause, uh, so I don't understand who that other one was. Um, Gary Gray. Thank you. Steve Tilly from Reviews on the Run. Tony Pauls. Ryan and Bronwyn Laurie. Julie Manella. Another anonymous. Matt, neighbor Matt and Danielle. Jake. Harold Hurt. Bill Osterwerka. I feel like there's more. But this is all that this is showing me right now. I just... I'm sorry, guys, if uh, if you did donate and it's not here. I feel like there may be something missing there. But I'm not 100% certain. We're going to leave it at that. Thank you for hanging out on uh, twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. And for donating. And speaking of that Twitch... What a fun time. I don't normally stream, but it was basically like a 24-hour podcast with with new topics coming up with people kind of jumping in and asking questions, and we had discussions. It was unreal. As I was putting everything away, so I didn't just finish. I, I just put everything. I needed to have this setup back. I needed to record on this and get everything back to normal on that side of things. But as I was putting the, um, I put the game capture card thingy away, and I was like, I guess that's it. I guess that's um, probably the most substantial Twitch stream that I I think that I will ever do. As much, I loved it. Guys, I had so much fun. And the fact that you were all there, like, I feel like there is something there that maybe we could make something out of that. But I, don't, I needed, even for it to look that good, I needed, like, that giant lamp from Chelsea's photography studio. Um, it was quite the setup i had my pc down there uh so maybe if there's like a smaller way to do it but i just like i think it looked pretty good i had some nice compliments from people so on that side it went really really well i'm sorry i'm rambling even more than normal um long story short i enjoyed that twitch stream big time and i got to play a whole bunch of games that i i don't think that i normally would have played at least not in a in a in that way or for that long and we had a great time. Mario Kart 8 got me through a huge, huge portion of this. We played Mario Kart 8 for hours and hours. You got Many of you were probably there. Mario Kart 8 was really the theme. My Wii U got a workout. We talk about that on If We Ran Nintendo. Guys, I'm feeling kind of sick right now. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, man. I think I need uh, something non-caffeinated and nutritious. Um, I played NHL 16. I think Josh Stapleton saw the best and the worst of me as I was winning and losing. Um, that was a, it was, it was like having, hosting a little sports show. 
Gears of War 4, we did a rock band, a Guitar Hero Marathon. Thankfully, nobody called me on the cherry pie for an hour, because that, that would act, that would have been rough. I don't think I'm going to be offering that if I ever do this again. Um, I played through a little bit of Battlefield, uh, Forza Horizon 3, Jackbox Party Pack with Josh Stapleton and my parents. They stopped by after they went to a rock concert. And then I wrapped everything up, among other things. I think I dabbled in a few others. Um, but the, probably the biggest surprise is I, I took a break from, I don't even know, 4.30 to quarter after 5 or 5.30 or something like that. And for whatever reason, I just wanted to play Super Mario Galaxy 2. And what a phenomenal time. That took me into the end. Super Mario Galaxy 2. I'm so glad I had this kind of out-of-nowhere craving. Started from scratch. Just played the first two and a half worlds. I'm not sure if I made it to three. God knows even what happened this entire weekend. Uh, but I, nonetheless, those are the games I played. I had an amazing time. Congratulations to everybody else who was a part of Extra Life, whether it was honestly, guys, whether you donated, just hung out in the, in the, in the Twitch chats, sent notes of encouragement, played games yourself, gathered people in the community to be part of this, play multiplayer games, whatever it is. If you were just even active in the community at all, thank you so much. It means more than I, I was saying to Bobby earlier. I'm like, I don't have words yet. I need to mull this over. It's pretty spectacular. That even that doesn't that was very lame. It was more than spectacular. Um so that was extra life. We're probably gonna talk about extra life more, so I'm gonna leave that for today. It was that was an experience. It kicked my ass. I am a little worse for wear. But we're still going to have this episode coming to you. We're going to get to my chat right now with Garrett Bland. This was a chat that is a long time coming. Garrett emailed me forever ago. And just for whatever reason, now it's finally happening. And I'm glad that it actually, we we waited. <laughs> Not that it was really on purpose. It just kind of worked out that way. Because Garrett has a new Twitch channel. It's called Bland Explosion. Um... Actually, we recorded this a couple weeks ago because I was away last weekend. Or wait, no, I was away this weekend doing Extra Life. Oh my god, that's where my brain is, you guys. Okay. Uh, but the Twitch channel wouldn't have been ready until now. He talks about another one while we chat. But uh, go subscribe. I probably won't be doing too much more Twitching, if that's how you call it. I'd like to, but instead you should check out Bland Explosion. Just exactly how that sounds. I'm not going to use the way that Garrett describes it because it sounded sad. But Bland Explosion is the Twitch. Here is one of the smartest people on the internet. I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. Here he is. He's doing Extra Life on December 10th. It's Garrett Bland. What else have you been listening to? You got you said you're listening to a whole bunch of other podcasts. Yeah, I've been listening to Bombcast and uh, PS I Love You, but the Bombcast is like three hours long, and I'm like, I, I don't know if I can go that long. It's just so much. Have you been listening so, to that one for a while? Like, I, I never got into it. I really, really tried, but yeah, that three hour runtime. I like no no disrespect or anything, but I could I couldn't do the three hour runtime. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, I just recently got into it because yeah. I was like, oh, I need to check out other podcasts um, that I, I was listening to. So I listened to yours. 
Um, I, I've been mainly with uh, the kind of funny people, but yeah. and then I was oh Bombcast, I, I know they're pretty good, and so I've been listening to them, and it's it's been pretty cool. Uh, they they do more I guess PC centric mm. gaming than mm-hmm. anything else. They go through the news as well, so I never get that PC uh, itch or that scratch um, with the other podcasts I listen to. So I was like, okay, let me try this out and uh, see how it goes. Um, I, I actually don't have a PC gaming, uh, like a gaming PC, and I wish I did. Cause it, <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk this it, out, Garrett. <laughs> it looks so nice. It looks so nice. It's um, The games are much cheaper, and I see mm. you know, Skyrim Special Edition just came out. I was like, oh, you get this for free. I'm like, I wish I could get Skyrim Special Edition for free. I got the 360 version, and mm. now i got to get the... He has four Xbox One version for sixty bucks. So, um, would you dive in again to Skyrim? Like, I'm okay. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I'm wondering where everybody is at with this enormous game. That, like, chances are they just finished playing it two days ago. Like, they finally, since whatever it was, 2011, they finally just now in 2016 went like, okay, I'm gonna walk away from Skyrim, and now there's a new edition. Like, would you go back into a giant game like that with everything else going on? You know, the sad part is I would because yeah, it's not sad. <laughs> I love Skyrim so much. It's it's a great game. Like initially when I when I played it back in like two thousand twelve I think, um I, I played it for like the first thirty minutes. I'm like, ah, that's not my type of game. And I'm like, Okay, let me try to get back into it and I played like a couple hours, I'm like, Oh no. This is this is gonna be an addiction. It's gonna be bad. And yeah. <laughs> Um, despite all its, all of its bugs and, and all that crazy stuff, it's just, it's so nice just to be your own, just adventure out into Skyrim, uh, learning the magic and like trying to learn, learn out the mechanics and flesh out the story. Skyrim is just too good. And then now we have mods. I'm like, oh man, I, I need to go back. Um, actually the 360 version, uh, it crashed on me twice. Like so. you lost your saves and stuff? Yeah, I lost my saves. It got oh, corrupted. Oh no file and all that good stuff and uh i was like level 60 or something like that and every time yeah both times so so i went up to level 60 save file got corrupted redid a character level 60 and it got corrupted i'm like i okay this is i'm done with skyrim now what brings um, you back even after the first time like going that long actually i'm gonna go back to the very beginning you said this wasn't like your style of game like what was it what was your style of game at that time and then what kind of drew you in um well my style of gaming like before um skyrim i I played a lot of um call of duty i was more of a first person shooter guy Mm -hmm. um and that was oh man i was in high school um i played with my buddies all the time uh multiplayer matches That, that was my fix um actually i i had to get off of that round during that time, I guess 2012, I, yeah. I, I left Call of Duty scene because it was getting, people were getting too good. And I'm like, I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And then I tried out Skyrim. I'm like, this, I like being by myself and just being lost mm-hmm. in a world. And like, I never played, I guess I never played a game like that before. And then after that, I actually went back to Fallout 3. And I'm like, oh, I love Fallout 3. And then Fallout New Vegas. That's Fallout. I even today, even today after Fallout Four. Oh, I was just playing some Fallout Four. No, no, Fallout Four, not not close. 
actually not close to Fallout 3 for me as well. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. Was it the it, building that kind of ruined it for you? They, they try to pull so many directions, I mm -hmm, think. Mm -hmm. um, they're like, okay, we, we got to get the, sh the mechanics better, the shooting mechanics better, which is, okay, yeah, that's a given, I guess. Um, but yeah, the building stuff, managing settlements and all, and, and, and all that, it's, it's very, um, it was just too tedious. Yeah. And I, I, I recently got back into it because I, I made a promise to myself, I got to finish Fallout 4 <laughs> before I go to Skyrim. Yeah. Special How's that going? And I'm like, okay, actually, you know, I'm having more and more fun with Fallout because I, I took a break um, mm -hmm. back in, I guess, January this year, I was like, I, this is not, I'm not feeling it right now. Mm -hmm. And now I'm getting back into it. It's like, okay, I, I like this more. I'm getting it more into it. So uh, back then I was just playing Witcher and Witcher was too good. Look Witcher at this, good. man. Role-playing game after role-playing game. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Giant games. Yeah. I, I, play, I, I used to not play any of these games. Mm -hmm. And then recently it's just like, I love getting lost into a world and just, it's just making it being my own, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess part of that is like, you know, I'm, it's not part of my life. So I'm trying to just trying to escape into a cool, um, imagination over there. So. Yeah. What, yeah. what is that like? Like, cause I had sort of a recent renaissance, I think with role playing games as well. I think I grew up mostly not really even having access to them. I talk all the time about, uh, neighbor Matt having all the, all the video games. I was mostly just kind of like dabbling. I played a ton of like rock band at NHL and a lot of like the more kind of casual type of stuff. And then, gosh, I, I, I want to say it might've been dragon age that just like completely blew the door open for me where I was like, what have I been missing out on? And so was it, was it Skyrim for that? Like in that way for you and you've been kind of like on this role playing kick ever since yeah pretty much and have yeah. you wanted to go back like oblivion or crossover even into the bioware type of games as well i tried oblivion it was just too i guess too rough for me i guess if mm -hmm. i played it at the time mm -hmm. i think i would have enjoyed it a lot more but when i was playing it right after skyrim like it's it's just too rough the mechanics aren't like i can tell it's 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 it doesn't age well right um i tried uh, Dragon Age, uh, a little bit. I still need to get through that. <laughs> uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, and I liked that strategy. I liked that I played like the first hour, first couple hours or something. Mm -hmm. I like the tactics mode and everything because I'm I like strategy as well, um, our real time strategy. So Ooh. I need to get back into it. But it looks like I, I mean. That's what I'm really into. So I could talk about anyway. Dragon Age all day long. I have a good friend of mine who knows Dragon Age Origins inside and out. And the greatest thing about that is, <laughs> and totally, you wouldn't realize it if you just played one, is that you can select a different class at the very beginning, which usually has like some kind of minor bearing on the story or the, the gameplay or how you're going to interact with, with everything. But with Origins, it completely changes, well, the Origins. Like every class and even by like uh, gender completely changes there's i want to say it's the elves if you choose an elf you start off at, at a wedding and then the wedding gets crashed by guards and um the wife gets taken away and so that's when the game starts and you play as the as the groom and you go go off and do your thing but if you start as the as the wife as the bride you're in jail like it's so different and there's so many great things about that, that game has immense 
replayability. And I just, I, again, I could go on and on, but I need you to do me a favor, Garrett. I need mm-hmm. you to, I have played Fallout 3, Fallout 4, um, Oblivion, and a few others, but I haven't played Skyrim. And I feel like I'm applying what I know about some other Bethesda games to Skyrim and it's keeping me away. Why is Skyrim like what? It's, it's so hot right now. Why would, yeah. like, why would somebody like me want to like, what is it about Skyrim? I don't, I don't get it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's so similar to Fallout is just the mechanics. Um, more or less when, you know, you press the, I guess on PlayStation, you press the circle button and then you go up to your little menu. And then, um, I think it's just, there's so many different ways to, to attack the game because you can be a bowman or a mage or sword swordsman or, or something like that just from the get-go mm-hmm. um i feel like fallout if they really fix you on hey you're just a shooter um you, you're going around just um uh, running around and with the um, i forgot what it's called i'm sorry bat bat system yep. um so it doesn't have a bat system like that in skyrim but what what's really cool about skyrim is just um just like fallout you can just get lost um uh, you can go on a quest and you're going to find 50 different things along that quest. <laughs> you're you're going to uh, run into a bunch of, like, cult elves um, in a tomb mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, okay, I need I need to, you know, situate that out over there. Or there's a distress call on uh, w- with, like, a dog or something like that. It's, his owner died. So you have to search into that. So I that's why I think about Skyrim. It's just um, if you like that, that uh, you know, magic, um, Dragon Age, you know, mm-hmm. kind of theme. Try, try to put that, that atmosphere, replace the Fallout skin and just put the Bethesda mechanics in <laughs> there. And I think, I think that's what Skyrim is, basically. Yeah. Um, so. What would you I, I don't know if that convinced you more. I'm sorry? <laughs> I wonder if that convinced you more to play it. But, I don't know, because um, that is, that's been like my basic understanding. And I, I just, there's a huge, I feel like this is a major gap in my, in my gameplay experience. And, Many people will know I have I have many giant like gaping holes. I was talking to Bobby the Nintendo Guru and he, and he wanted me to take part in. Uh, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. This is on my own choice to bring this up, but it's, it's terrible. <laughs> That's fine, fine. Like, why don't I just admit something horrible here? Um, he asked me to be part of like this um, talk about top five Zelda games for a thing that he's working on, and I'm like, I haven't beat five Zelda games. Yeah, like I haven't. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> me neither i've i've been one no two i've been two zelda games and that's link between worlds link to the past mm-hmm. and link between worlds I guess, is so good it's it's really good and that's why um i i really wanted to play it because it was really link it, it was pardon the pun but link to link to the past of course uh yeah so that's that's why i enjoyed it i you know i i guess this is the unpopular opinion i i do not I tried to get into Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. I didn't grow up with those games, so I tried the 3D Zelda games, and it's just, this is, it's just not for me. I wish I played it when I was, you know, in that age. I would have loved it, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But right now, playing on the 3DS, it's just, it's not my type of style. It's of, tough uh, because of the, the controls are so strange back in the 64 days. We didn't have, like, the dual analog sh- sticks, so everything was, was kind of, kind of weird and i i don't think that it's as unpopular as you think i think there are quite a few people out there who maybe would argue that ocarina of time might be slightly 
overrated. I want a jump button in a damn Link game. That's all. Three <laughs> D <3D laughs> Zelda. I just want to be able to jump. Um, and I don't want to get too much hate on the whole Zelda thing, so I'm gonna strategically pivot here a little bit but i still want to talk about uh the idea of like a shameless this is something i never bring up on the show what are some things that like you've always wanted to like get to or maybe other people are love and you're just like i haven't even gotten around to that like what's on the what's on the shameless for you okay i got i two huge franchises pop up in my mind yeah we're probably gonna yell uh first is final fantasy i'm not gonna yell i've Okay, I, I never played. <laughs> I know. I mean, I played um, Final Fantasy. I think the the first one that came out. So four, the first one came out in America. Is that one four? So I have that on the Vita, um, and I and I got into the middle of it, and it, it was recently. It was like last year. And I'm like, okay, I need to play other Final Fantasy games mm-hmm. in this to to see the evolution of that franchise. But I, I see many of my friends and, and many other people that are avid fans of that franchise. So that's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is Metal Gear Solid. Man, I you wish... and I cut from the same cloth. Yeah, so uh, I wish I, I played more of that. I My old roommate, uh, he was he's a very huge Metal Gear Solid fan. He keeps on texting me. He's like, hey, have you played Phantom Pain yet? Hey, have you played Phantom Pain yet? And I'm like, <laughs> no. I gotta go through, you know, uh, Fallout. I gotta go through Bioshock now. I just got that. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. Is that your so. first time going through that? Through Bioshock? No, I, I got the, uh, it was the edition that packed the first and second Bioshock when Infinite came out. So yeah. that was back in 2012. And I, I played that for the first time. Best game of all time. It was hands down. First Bioshock game, best game of all time for me. It was super weird because it it moved me. It it moved me in so many different ways. And I think that's why I like role-playing games because I like look into the atmosphere, look into the story, listen to everything, read to everything. And yeah, Bioshock was, it really hit me. Uh, Anyway. Oh my god, I, I absolutely agree. And I love that it's getting a little bit of a resurgence here with its... I mean, I definitely... I, I had a time where I was dead set against remasters. I saw them nothing as nothing more than cash grabs and all of that kind of stuff. But I do like that they give fans a chance to... Like a new a new time to be excited about them. Because of course you could go grab like the old version at any time. But it doesn't really pull everybody together at the same time like a new release does or a remaster does. And I just... I love that... This is actually becoming that I feel like remasters are getting better and better. And as I'm saying that, I'm thinking of the Arkham bundle that I don't think is it doesn't have my attention at all. I, I feel like that was a bit of a blunder on their part. You mentioned way back something about role, uh, real time strategy games. This is yeah. this is amazing for me because that is like that that's my, that's my home. That's where I grew up yeah. with games. Uh, right, like clicking away into the night, dialing up. You probably too young to know about this, but I would play dial up modem with my neighbor where you couldn't even pick up the phone because like it would cancel the connection. So we would actually like duct tape, um, the, the, the home phone to the, to the handle so that nobody would like, you would know if we're playing Warcraft two or Starcraft, there was no picking up the phone. (laughs) Cause if you did, I, I did it on my brothers a couple of times and you, you could hear it. 
it's like a fax machine. When you pick up the phone, you could hear it before you got to the ear. You could hear it go, and you're like, damn it, I just, and it's already too late. It's, everything is ruined. So where, where does real time strategy kind of take hold for you? Uh, it started actually, um, my dad and my uncle. Um, they're actually not huge video game people, um, especially now, but back then, Age of Empires 2. Oh, was the game. That was the game. And uh, they introduced me to that, and I was, oh, man, I was like six or seven years old at the time, but it didn't matter. I, I caught up and caught mm-hmm. on to it. And they're like, oh, Garrett's actually getting pretty good with this. Why don't they want to play with them? And I, ever since, I just loved real-time strategy. I didn't get into um, much because um, we didn't have, you know, a big fancy PC. I didn't know much about um, video games at the time, so I didn't know StarCraft or anything like that. But the next game, I don't know if you heard of this real-time strategy game. It's it's Rise of Nations. Nope. So that came out. 2003, mm-hmm. and that's one. That's my favorite real-time strategy game of all time. So think of uh, Age of Empires, but the time relevance of civilization. So you go from ancient times to futuristic times in a game. That's all I've and ever so, wanted out of civilization. Yeah, yeah. So if you, I mean, if you look it up, it's uh, Rise of Nations. Yeah, Rise of Nations. Uh, it got re-released on Steam, the HD version, just like Age of Empires. And um, there's a great community over there that does mods, uh, mod support with that uh, game as well. And it's it's very similar to <clears throat> Age of Empires in respect of managing uh, your resources. You have multiple cities that expand your territory. And you build up your army and try to take over the other guy. So, how does it work it, with like your rival? Like, so you've got your group. So, like, and with StarCraft and some of these other games, it's always another race. But as you're moving through time, like, I'd be interested to know how how you battle. Um, like, is it always a common foe, or is it going to be different depending on as you're going through time? Like, how does that dynamic work? Uh, so they have like different scenarios, like historically. Um, oh, okay. back time, you can like, um, you can like face Napoleon or you could be Alexander it. the Great. Um, so you can actually fix on certain time periods, like ancient times or, or the, uh, gunpowder enlightenment times, um, all the way up to World War II. You can do stuff like that. Um, but in a typical game, you, you, facing online players, you, you, you have an option, but you go from ancient times to current. Um, times and throughout that, um, each nation has their own special perks, uh, special units as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, that that and um, was my summers throughout middle school, <laughs> high school. I got my friends hooked up into it, and it would be like just a good. It could go on forever because we we would mm-hmm. make it crazy. We would have like six other computers. Um, on that, and we would be teaming up together. It would be maybe six hours, seven hour long runs of playing this game, and we would stop in the middle of it, and we would break time, and we have to strategize. <laughs> and have to, like, no way! It, it got really deep, and um, it's not a popular game, as you can tell, because it. I feel mm-hmm. like it's one of those sleeper hits back in the day. Um, I wish people knew more about it, but it got re-released in Steam, so there, there you go. 
I um, love the idea and, of you just like showing this game to all your friends and then you guys just have like were you in the same room? Like were you doing LAN parties? Um it was well, it was more of the Wi Fi time. So gotcha. we actually had um we got connected uh with like two laptops and a computer and we were all in the same room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you wouldn't call that yeah, a LAN so- party anymore? That's so sad. I'm sorry, I'm so wrong. <laughs> no, it's because it, I, I don't even think about the actual connection. It's more just like that you've got this room completely overheating with all of these computers generating and and all the yeah. uh, the gamers kind of doing their thing. So uh, are you sort of like the influencer in the group it, it, for your friends of like finding a game going like, this is amazing. You guys should all try it. Um, More or less, yeah. Um, especially my group, my friends, here um where, where i'm at right now in lubbock yeah. texas um they're um uh, some of them are pretty good gamers but they don't know the gaming news or mm-hmm. or the up-to-date speed so i try I try to keep them up to date especially with you know the switch just announced and um just a few other uh tidbits so yeah mainly i'm the gamer there's mm-hmm. um people who have pcs and um but i I uh, play with some of them a lot in uh, with Xbox, uh, but I, I guess I, I am more of an influencer of like bringing games to them, and they just they go off in some different direction too. Cool. So uh, that that I I don't explore in gaming, so it's uh, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. I wanted to ask you. You mentioned Texas. I'm going to get to something else we talked about on email in just a second, um, but I want to go back to when you were talking about Age of Empires two. Your dad and your uncle were into it. Like what? What was the dynamic? Did they introduce that game to you, and it's something that they had just found and, and they showed you? And then, what was it like just being six years old? Like how? What was it about that game that um, you could grasp? Because it's fairly complex, and as a six year old, like I, I, I guess what I'm getting at here is, um, I think video games are a tremendous way for people to learn complex systems i think there's a lot of reading in them i think that they've been really undersold over the years in terms of their value to just development and so like was that kind of your first entrance into video games and then you just kind of became a genius because i get the feeling you're a very smart dude oh thank you (laughs) Um, i'm actually uh yeah right now i'm in engineering right now over at uh a major so there you go I, I'm actually here at the University of Texas Tech, and I, I, I do that. But going back to um, my uncle and my dad, yeah, they introduced me to Age of Empires. Um, that's just a certain game. But before that, I played Pokemon because I love Pokemon. Yes, so much. that was my that was my first game, and, and that's I've been a lover of Pokemon ever since. Yeah. Um, but going back to my dad and my uncle, yeah, they they introduced me to Age of Empires in Red Alert, and they're like, oh, he's he's just a kid. Let's just let him, you know, have some fun because they. They see me watching watching the game. Let me introduce them to this game. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, you know, I didn't know what I was doing like the first year or two. You know, I was just you know clicking buttons and stuff like that. But but getting somewhere, uh, I, obviously, like you yeah, don't stick definitely. around with it if you're not even like progressing at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't remember much at the time because it was so long ago. But sure, sure. Yeah, probably wasn't probably, that long ago, um, Garrett. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, yeah, that was. 2001 or two or something Good like that. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I need to go polish my cane. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, cool, nice. Cool. So, like, what, um, 
Hmm. Where could I go with this one? So your your dad introduces you to that game. Is that a common theme throughout life? Is he always kind of because he's not too much of a gamer, but he had obviously. I feel like he, him and I might be like the same age, <laughs> growing up with some of these games. Um, was he always introducing? Like, did you guys kind of have a connection with video games, or was this just one game that kind of came up that he introduced you to? Yeah, he wasn't much of a gamer so that was probably red alert and mm-hmm. age of empires were the two games that really um introduced me he 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 gave me pokemon he didn't know pokemon at the time but right now he's playing pokemon go no he's, way yeah he's he's really into it um do you guys talk a lot yeah we do talk a lot um he actually came by uh this past weekend he visited me and uh he was just talking about how like oh I need I need to get that nine tails over there, Garrett. Let, let's just go over there real quick. And I'm like, Dad, you know Pokemon. Now. I knew that when when you gave me it. This is so weird. It's just like being in the other position now, mm-hmm. where I'm I I don't know much about Pokemon Go anymore because I, I I don't play as much. And now he's he's really into it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he's not much of a gamer now, but he just does it. Um, to introduce him to, you know, his kids. He, mm-hmm. um, so I have, uh, a half brother and a half sister. Um, they're really young. Um, the half brother's, uh, four years old now. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he mainly plays Pokemon Go is, is to introduce them to that type of gaming and, and genre and stuff like that. So he's, he's really nice about that, that, you know, he just lets his kids enjoy what, what they enjoy. And mm-hmm. I guess, um, you know, I've been really liking video games. So he didn't, he never took that away from me. And so I, I kind of grew up with that. Um, so he was uh, really nice uh, with that. I, I'm sure um, other dads like that would really like to, you know, just let their kids just, just go out and enjoy well, what life is out there. So. What, what does that mean to you as like now kind of as a grown man, as an, as an, a growing man, <laughs> like looking back and going like, yeah, he did just want me to experience the world. Like what, what is that kind of like now reflecting back on the way that your dad sort of raised you and you can kind of see him doing again with, with younger siblings and younger pe- members of the family. So, yeah, he, with, with me, I was the only child. Um, yeah. so I, I grew up, um, probably 17 years, of uh, just being the only child. Wow. Recently, um, getting half siblings. I think he just, um, his overall theme with it is just, I want you, I want to provide, I want to guide and teach. Um, but you're the, you're the one that's going to have to learn. You're going to have to learn the ropes in school, uh, mm-hmm. work, and especially with, you know, handling finances um, and as well as just enjoying yourself. And if you enjoy playing video games, then, you know, that's part of your life as well. What does he um, do? He, what does your dad do? My dad is uh, a programmer. He's a okay. program director at one of, uh, it's like a, uh, it's a software company that helps out with prisons um, wow. here in the U.S. So, okay, so DM, yeah. like the, the, the genius DNA just runs nicely through you. Um, where are you from originally? You said you moved out to, to the University of Texas. Um, where are you from? Like, are you far away from home right now? Um, I'm about five hours driving distance. So, so th- I love how sometimes people go, like, I'm only like five. Like, that's far. I, like, I don't want to, like, scare you or anything. <laughs> I don't want to make too much of a big deal. Um, my brother lives three hours away, and I always tell him, like, 
honestly, if you're more than 45 minutes away, you might as well be 45 hours away. Cause it's kind of like, you're not really in the neighborhood and it, and it kind of puts, um, that distance is sometimes insurmountable. So how has, how has the move gone for you? Is this your first year away now in school or how far along are you with that? Oh, actually I'm on my final semester of uh, college. Thank you. I'm graduating with a joint bachelor's and master's in environmental engineering. What? Um, that sounds like a fast track in genius class. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I got, it's normally a five year and, um, I got ahead with summer classes and I was just like, Good for okay. You, and then, yeah, thank you. Uh, the, the advisor's like, Garrett, do you, do you want to graduate semester early? You can easily do that. I was like, sure. Why not? Okay, cool. Uh, but going back to, uh, driving distance. Um, so do you know where Lubbock, Texas is? Um, no, do you know sorry. anything about Texas? So it's do you big. know the general? <laughs> Yeah, it's big. <laughs> Lubbock is not is. big at all. I could point it out on a map. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Uh, do you know the general shape of Texas, I guess? Of course. Mm-hmm. So the panhandle, you know that mm-hmm. part? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's just, if you outline the panhandle, that rectangle, Lubbock is just in the middle bottom line of that. So gotcha. it's it's around there. Um, I'm from Dallas, Texas. And so uh, the drive the drive there is five hours. Um, and Lubbock is literally in the middle of nowhere. You're just, <laughs> in the desert. you only have uh, Texas Tech University here and that's pretty much it. So, um, it's actually, uh, not that far for me because, you know, driving from, um, here to Dallas is quite common and it's just, it's an easy straight road. It's not like, you know, mountains or curves or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, it's a straight shot really. Sure. sure. Um, so. What's your connection to, man, you mentioned you had a a chance maybe to go take a tour of a, of a nearby studio. Like what's your connection there? If that's something you can, can you talk about that here or am I just putting you on the spot? No, no, you're fine. Um, I, I can talk about, yeah, just a little bit. I, I have connections to a studio down in Dallas. Uh, it's my stepmom's, uh, friend's husband. Um, he, he works in development over there. Um, I haven't set up a scheduled time yet. It, she just mentioned, hey, you can tour that place anytime. And I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know the discretion or what, what I can say. Gotcha. Okay. So we'll, we won't mention, we won't mention the studio. I'm like, I think we're going to dance around this thing a little more. I'll let you know any more information on that. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. Cause um, that would be but, awesome. Um, and, sorry, go and ahead. actually from, um, from, I'm from Frisco, Texas, which is just north of Dallas. So, if you know Dallas, it's, it's a huge suburb area, basically. It's mm-hmm. just a plethora of all that fun stuff. But, uh, they have, uh, the National Video Game Museum there. And that just got started. That's um, awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, like in, uh, 2014, I think it started. And I think one of my friends worked there. So I gotta go back and I gotta visit that museum. <laughs> it feels so ashamed that I'm, like, you know, a gamer. And my hometown has the, the the video game museum, and I haven't gone back yet to do that. So shame for shame, Garrett. <laughs> cool. What are you looking forward to for the rest of of the year here? As we crazy, it's going to be it's November by the time this thing it publishes. Um, we have less than two months left in the year. What what has your um, what are you anticipating for the remainder of this year? Uh, I got Dishonored 2. Uh, okay. I, I put up, um, I, I got that, uh, digitally. Um, I pre-ordered that, 
uh, and there's been a lot of controversy with that, as you can tell mm-hmm. in the game, is how Bethesda um, only would like to have reviewed copies, copies a day early, and now a bunch of uh, outlets, uh, you know, journalism outlets are saying, hey, don't pre-order games, mm-hmm. basically. And I, I pre-ordered Dishonored 2 probably a month ago. I know what I was getting into because I love Dishonored 1 so much. What's the incentive um, for you to pre-order that one? I get the definitive edition on my PS4. So oh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I got it digitally, so I was like, oh, yeah, you can get the definitive edition on, on your PS4. I was like, cool, I would love to replay the first one um, in order to get into the second one. So that's one game um, I'm looking forward to. And, of course, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yes! That's that's the game I'm waiting on. They built so much hype around it. I am so going for Rowlett because his final evolution looks so good. Uh, I, I can't wait for that game because it looks so different than mm-hmm. than any other game that's come by because there's no gym. Um, there's a um, bunch of islands, just like the Orange Island. So I can't wait for kind of like it's just refreshing. Yeah, I guess you can. I, I, every now and then, like, this is an audio only podcast, but every once in a while, I wish to God I was recording video because your face lights up the second you even thought of Pokemon. There was like a moment before you said it and you thought about Pokemon, your entire demeanor just like lit up like a Christmas tree. You're like, Dishonored, like really good. I can't wait. PS4, definitive edition, great. And then just like, bloom. Pokemon, and you're just so happy. I like this. This love for Pokemon is deeply rooted within you. I love that. Yeah. What is uh, your What are your plans for like the launch? Because I've been at some crazy. I was. I happened to be in New York City when X and Y launched, and I saw the lineup around um, around the New York store or the Nintendo World store. It's insane. What are your What are your plans for launch day for Pokemon? Or are you just gonna get it in the mail from Amazon? <laughs> That yeah, it's the second option. I'm gonna get in the mail for Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon's too good with their totally deals. Fair. I agree. I agree. Uh, but yeah, I it's that's in the middle of like a very hard. You know, it's still in the middle of the school semester. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I get to play as much. But once winter break hits, it's just from then on. I'm I'm gonna play so much of that. That's I played. Over. I played ninety hours of. Uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and I I remember those games, the the original one. That those were um, my games. They were yeah. like 2002, so yeah. I really grew up with those. I, of course, I played the original Gold, Silver, Blue, and Red. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had every Pokemon version up until Pearl and Diamond, and I I think I played all of those games at least once. Yeah. And it's just I I don't know why man Pokemon was was the <laughs> the game and um, recently it's like people have been saying oh it's a JRPG I'm like what are JRPGs and so two years ago I I got into other, other uh, JRPGs like Dragon Quest um, I got into Persona as well yes. uh, <clears throat> really good I pre- I pre-ordered Persona Five as well I I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Um, are you so, nervous at all? I'm sorry to interrupt. I want to ask you about this because um, Pokemon handheld, I'm gathering you played Persona on Vita, or did you play that on PS3? I played it on Vita. Yeah, so um, big, huge. I really liked playing uh, Persona 4 on my Vita. I liked being able to just take it anywhere, and this is going to take me somewhere else in just a second. Um, 
What are your thoughts on playing, like kind of being locked to that home console experience with Persona 5? Is that going to change things for you? Or are you totally fine just vegging out for seven hours at a time playing a JRPG on the TV? Yeah, uh, I, for the Vita, I don't, I, I normally play in my room or, or in the living room. Oh, okay. Movie Interesting. Or something like that. So, um, I, I feel like Persona 4 is more of a, it's a sit-down game, I really think, because mm-hmm. you have to pay attention to your relationships, the story. Um, it, it's not more of a on-the-go type of game for me. It, I feel like Pokemon's like that because you know you're just going through an adventure with right. you know with your Pokemon party. Um, but I think for Sony, you got to pay attention to um, what what you're going to be doing in terms of story, um, in terms of your choices, yeah. um, and. And it's not much. It's not much as combat because I know combat's some key parts, but I really think it's what's your decisions will determine the rest of your game. So I have to actually for Persona 4 Golden, I looked up online. I was like, okay, what choices do I want to do? Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay, yeah. So you got that kind of going at the same time. Yeah. So I had an FAQ with that, and uh, I I just made my own story with that. Just a little bit of help. Um, I didn't make it to the true ending. I wish I did, but um, it's it's like it, twenty it hours cool. after. It's significantly further than when you get yeah. that ending. It's like because I remember playing that and, and then looking up, I'm like, oh yeah, there's another ending. I'll just quickly go get that ending, and then it was like four days later. I'm like, okay, finally, I got the stupid <laughs> true ending. Like, good god. Um, talking about games at home or on the go, we talk. We mentioned Switch just before. I want to get your your feeling on. Uh, what, what's your what's your temperature on Nintendo Switch? Is this like a get out of my way and give it to me, or wait and see sort of deal? Um, I'm very optimistic yes. about that. When I saw the trailer, and then so I good, saw... I downloaded the song. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Skyrim um, on it on the go, and I'm like, is, is that Skyrim? Are they seriously going to do that? Um, but it's just Bethesda support right now. But I'm sure Skyrim is going to be on it. Um, actually, I made a bet with my roommate. Um, next year, and you're, you're going to be shocked. Next year, I cannot buy any new games. So whatever, okay, whatever I pre-ordered initially, which is Persona 5 and South Park, those are the two games that I can get. And then the rest of the year, I cannot buy any new games, new gaming consoles or anything. And here's the reason why I did that. It's because... I want to make a New Year's resolution that I have a backlog so high that I got to go through it. And so I cannot get, I cannot finish that backlog if I get more and more new games. And so, you know, I think a lot of people have the current problem right now mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, just getting more and more games and piling up. It's just, there's got to be one year or a good amount of time, maybe three months that you just got to sit down and you got to go through that backlog. Cause you know, you, you bought that game, you got to go back. And then part of the reason why I want to go back to Dragon Age, or um, I just got, I got too many games, man. It's just, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a really bad habit. <laughs> so I'm trying really hard not to like jump in because I have done literally the exact same thing. And for the same reason being that the backlog is a major situation. And then when I was younger, I did it. I actually took the same thing. I took a year off of buying games. I'm like, why am I paying full price for games when they just end up being cheaper? So I set myself back a year and then just ended up buying games for, for 20 bucks. Um, I wish you the best of luck. 
the plan did not work out well for me. What ended what ended up happening was I took the year off and then I had all a slew of games that I felt like I missed out on. They were all dirt cheap, so I bought them all. And so I ended up like doubling down at least two times over on my on my backlog because I'm like, oh yeah, this game is is half off or this game is is super cheap. I would go for like Black Friday sales or for Canadians, it's the day after Christmas is a massive sale, and I pick up like twelve games for a hundred bucks or something like. It was wow. a good deal back then. So, uh, best of luck. I, but I definitely connect with the sentiment of just trying to get a handle on those games. And I love the way that your bet works out as well, because technically those games you pre-ordered were supposed to come out in 2016. So it's not your fault that they're actually yeah. going to be released in 2017. Yeah. What about Mass uh, Effect, man? Like, what about now? I'm just going to, I'm, I'm panicking for you. Lots of games like, <laughs> um, Zero Horizon, uh, Horizon Zero. Yeah, Horizon. Yeah, yeah. It's, what are you it's gonna, gonna do? Be a, 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 it's and gonna you're gonna be, be done. School. This is a terrible time. <laughs> it's the best thing. I, I oh. take the bus into work every day, and I, it's the same bus that goes by my work that goes to uh, one of the universities here. And so I'm surrounded by college kids all the time, and they're all like, book. They're cramming or doing homework or whatever mm-hmm. on the bus, and I got my 3ds, and I'm like, I. <laughs> I graduated like eight years ago. <laughs> Enough with that school stuff. I want to play video games. So you're graduating now. You got like you're gonna have more time other than maybe inventing crazy things or whatever it is that you're gonna do with your genius mind. Um, man, I I wish you the best of luck with this initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, I'm I'm gonna start. Uh, I have applied to other schools, but I think I'm gonna start a PhD. So shocking. I, I, uh, well, here's the thing. I, I've been into that, so uh, I guess a little bit of my education. Um, I, I really like research. That's yeah. that's the thing. I, I really like going into solving new problems, and that really connects me on you know with gaming as well. I like solving problems, so solving puzzles, uh, you know, um, solving situations between people, interactions, mm-hmm. and so I think gaming really helps me with that, okay. and really me with um, my education as well. So for the people or the, the adults that say, you know, video, video games deteriorate the mind, it's like, well, they, they do a lot more help than harm in, in some situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that's why I really like to go into PhDs because I just want to do my own work, do my own research. Um, and I want to get into um, that, that subject, which is uh, environmental uh, engineering. Good for you, man. That is amazing. I think that there's going to be a huge, now that Pokemon has been out, it's 20 years old, I believe, just this year, there's going to be a crazy misleading stat that somebody can pull up from somewhere to say a certain percentage or a certain number of PhDs grew up on Pokemon. There's probably millions of you. There's probably millions of people who have PhDs who are like raised on Pokemon, and somehow that will sway the conversation because that's just how that kind of messaging goes. I've had an amazing time talking to you. Is there anything else you wanted to to chat about before we kind of wrap things up here? Yeah, um, I, I wanted to talk about, um, I guess, a little bit of my Twitch. Um, yes, so let's do it. I, you know, I tried to start doing it uh, back last year, and of course, you know, school got in the way. But uh, I, I'm going to try to start um, pretty soon, probably after school ends, and and it's a fresh start in the winter break. Mm-hmm. And um, my idea is um, I got a lot of, you know, PS Plus games. We got a lot, I got a free games there. So what I'm thinking is, 
you know, a lot of other viewers and, and a lot of other gamers, um, they, they know they have that PS Plus game, so they don't really, you know, get into it because it's like, oh, it's a free game. I might get to it. I might not. I'm going to try to review and stream um, PS Plus games only. And so wow. I want to get into these different games that, that have been handed to us and see if they're worth um, playing or not for, for other people. So um, I'm still in the works of timing. Um, how, how much, how frequent would that be? Because it's always, you know, it releases monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be monthly, and may, I may go back to past PS Plus games as well. Um, but I'm still working out the kinks. But my my, my Twitch handle is uh, my initial my initial G and my last name Bland B L A N D, uh, and then my birthday seven two five. So G Bland seven two five, and so I I really want to start that up. Um, and so that's probably the last uh, thing I want to talk about. Dude, that is uh, such a good idea. And again, well, you and I are kindred spirits. I used to do a feature on an old, on an old website called Diaries of a Backlog Gamer. And it was, again, just trying to dig through that backlog and giving myself like some sort of purpose. And I love the idea of, and purpose being like, I didn't know what to do with this thing. Like I didn't have a plan. I needed some sort of structure. So like, the, the feature of the written article at the end was kind of like my process because that's how my brain works. But I love this idea of like there's, there's this gap. There's this, there's this thing that we all have in common, at least PlayStation Plus members. We all get these games. Most of us skip over them. Like I played, uh, Transformers Devastation for about nine minutes, got an understanding of kind of what that was about. And then I kind of like yeah. kind of left it. But even then, like that's probably the most I played seven minutes of tricky towers. I'm being a little hyperbolic there, but um, most of them go completely really unknown. So I love that. I love that idea of kind of shedding some light on these games that, that we all have in common. We all have. um, Yeah. And then just, yeah, just maybe either convince that, yeah, that was the right decision to skip it or go check it out. That's really cool. What was the Twitch handle one more time? I'm going to put in the show notes as well. I just want to make sure people get it. Okay. Uh, It's uh, just the letter G. Uh, last name Bland, B L A N D, as I'm so bland. Um, and then Aww. the first day. <laughs> Why always, is it somebody else bland? Just your I so make bland. that joke all the time. It's okay. Uh, and then my birthday is, is July 25th, so 725. Dude, so we're both Leos. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is great. Cool, cool. Okay, where can people follow you on Twitter and send you nice messages and all that good stuff? Yeah, my Twitter is some variant of my last name. I forgot. Hold on. Uh, it's Bland725. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter. Um, and then I have a bunch of, you know, PSN, Xbox Live, gamer tags. Um, and so you can look up on the site for that, right? Um, That's right. I'll put them in the show notes on the, on We the Nerdy. It'll be on the podcast, uh, notes as well. So this has been amazing. I need to have you back as my first PhD on the show. So definitely, well, probably sooner than that. Let's be honest. You definitely have to have you back before that. This has been an amazing time, man. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you very much for, for this time. Um, this is my first, you know, time doing this podcast. Hopefully I did okay. You rocked it, man. <laughs> so, so I, I'm glad you, you give out these opportunities for, for random people out there to, to do this because it's really cool. And so, I want all those, you know, listeners out there, go, go and contact Sean because he's a really nice guy. He'll set you up. He, so, um, thank you very much.
is it, guys. I'm going to hit record. I'm going to upload this to the interweb. I'm going to hit the sack. Hit the hay. Get some sleep. Catch some Z's. Get some water. Good lord. Thank you guys for being here for episode 56. Garrett Bland, I hope you I hope you like that. What a splendid, intelligent, kind, gentle guy. Garrett, you're awesome, man. I'm so glad you reached out for this amazing episode. Guys, go reach out. You can find him on the PlayStation Network, Abandoned Soldier, A-B-N-D-O-N-E-D-S-O-L-D-I-E-R. That's on PlayStation, Xbox Live. On Nintendo, he's Bland0725. Uh, on Twitch, Bland Explosion. Go check it out, guys. Thank you so much to Garrett. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We're going to close things out. But before we do, just some closing housekeeping, closing business to take care of. Uh, thank you for listening. I don't know. You know what? None of that today. <laughs> We're skipping skipping all the ads. You know what all the things that I'm doing... You're here, aren't you? We're going to be back next week. We're just going to maybe hang out and listen to this music for a little bit. How about that? Kind of like that tune. Little chip tunes. That's where we're at right now, guys. That's where my voice is at. Extra Life 2016. It happened. We did it. We raised over a thousand dollars. Hope you're enjoying these pregnant pauses. We're just gonna wait this out to the end. And you know what's coming. If you don't, if you if you're if you're new, normally I ramble on about different podcasts you can find me on. Instead we're just fading out otherwise this is episode 56 of we the gamer cast is now in your ears thank you again for listening i will be back next week i hope you're there too and now of course it's time for jason 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 Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!